Hi, everybody. This is Monica Reinagel, the nutrition diva, here with your quick and dirty tips for eating well and feeling fabulous. A listener from Fredericksburg, Virginia, asked me to talk about hormones in food and their effects on your health. Let me start by pointing out that hormones aren't used in poultry or in pork products. So if you're paying extra for hormone-free eggs or bacon, it's kind of like paying extra for fat-free broccoli. But don't feel too bad if you fell for that one. Lots of us did. They do, however, give hormones to cows, both dairy cows and the kind that are raised for meat. A variety of hormones, both natural and synthetic, are used to increase milk production and to make cows grow to their slaughter weight faster. In fact, Science News reports that hormones are given to 80% of all U.S. feedlot cattle. Is this a problem? Well, some scientists fear that hormone residues in the meat and the milk could affect the humans who consume them. It might affect the age at which boys and girls reach puberty or perhaps increase the risk of cancer. And environmentalists are concerned that a lot of those hormones are going to end up in the cow's manure. And then from there, they'll make their way into streams and rivers, affecting fish, frogs, and other sensitive fauna. The cattle industry insists that the use of hormones is not only safe, but that it benefits consumers by keeping costs down. They claim that an overwhelming body of scientific evidence proves its safety and effectiveness, and that there's a worldwide scientific consensus to support the use of hormones. Well, maybe not so much. The European Union has outlawed the use of hormones in cattle, and they've banned beef imports from the United States on the basis of these concerns. So far, there's no definitive proof that giving hormones to cows is going to cause problems in humans, or that it won't. There simply haven't been any large conclusive studies done on the issue. Mostly, what we have are small, short-term safety studies conducted by the companies who sell the hormones. And as you might imagine, there are some questions about the validity of these results. Nonetheless, the US FDA insists that the use of hormones in beef and dairy cattle poses no threat to human welfare and that the meat and milk from cows that are given hormones is identical in every way to meat and milk produced without those hormones. Industry representatives want you to know that the level of hormones in the meat is minuscule compared to the amount that you produce in your own body. And in some cases, the level of hormones in treated cattle may be lower than the levels in untreated cattle. For example, an untreated bull would have much higher levels of natural testosterone than a castrated steer that's receiving hormone replacement therapy. In the case of the hormones that they give to dairy cows to increase milk production, this hormone is dismantled by pasteurization and by the digestive process, so it's not actually absorbed into your bloodstream. Even if it were, the hormone isn't recognized as a hormone by the human body, and it's unlikely to have any effect. And finally, I should also point out that certified organic beef and milk is, by definition, produced without hormones. But that doesn't mean that organic beef and milk are free of hormones. Remember, cows produce their own hormones, even the European ones and these are going to be present in their meat and their milk. Nonetheless, like the European Union, many American consumers would prefer to err on the side of caution, and they're willing to pay more for milk and meat produced without hormones. That really pisses off the mainstream cattle and dairy industry. Lobbyists have pushed for, and in some states they've actually gotten, laws that prevent dairy farmers who don't use hormones from labeling their products hormone-free. Because the lobbyists argue it implies that hormone-free is better. And because the FDA maintains that it is not better, the lobbyists insist that the hormone-free label is misleading and slanderous. Well, I think producers should have a right to provide details about how their food is produced, even if the state thinks that those details are unimportant or irrelevant. Saying that meat and milk were produced without hormones isn't misleading or libelous. It's simply a fact, like saying that the cows are housed in a red barn. If it's important to me to drink milk from cows that live in a red barn, well, who's the government to keep that information from me? And if I'm willing to pay more for milk from cows that live in a red barn, well, 
that's my choice as well. Personally, my concerns about the use of hormones in cattle have less to do with the quality of the meat and the milk and more to do with the effects that the hormones have on the health and well-being of the animals and the impact of the hormones that enter the environment via the manure. Frankly, I think we are a little cavalier with our use of hormones and antibiotics in agriculture. Hormones are big guns biologically, and they're still relatively poorly understood. I did an entire show on the use of antibiotics in meat, which you'll find at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com. The European Union ban on hormone use might be overly cautious, but what harm could come of it? If they're wrong and hormones are harmless, cattle farmers will have sacrificed some profit. If we're wrong and hormones turn out to be harmful, we may have sacrificed far more. Because the effect of these hormones on human health is still an open question, you'll have to look at the evidence and the arguments from both sides and decide what you feel comfortable with. I've got links in the show notes to information from both sides of the debate. I'm interested to know what you think about the issue of hormones and about the labeling debate. Post your comments on the show's website or join the discussion on the Nutrition Diva Facebook page. If you have a suggestion for a future show topic or you'd like to find out about having me speak at your conference or your school, send an email to nutrition at quickanddirtytips.com or you can leave me a voicemail at 206-203-1438. That's all for today. Have a great week and remember to eat something good for me.